Hi, and Blessed New Year. I'm Gray Wolf, and welcome back to A Pagan Heart in Maine. On today's show, I'm going to be sharing some thoughts about the new year, and try a couple new segments. We'll start with a song from Kellyanna's album, I Walk with the Goddess, called Aveberry. I'm so glad that you're mine 
Said I know you were waiting I'm so glad that you're I love Chinese food. It's not that I like Chinese food. I love Chinese food. Sometimes I have Chinese food three or four times a week. I just love it. During my daytime job, I drive between, oh, 300 and 500 miles all over New England and upstate New York. I usually plan my trip so it lands me by a Chinese restaurant or buffet. Buffet is such a wonderful word. In some of the buffets, you can find a Mongolian grill. Now, this little corner of heaven has a guy who will cook the food up in front of you and hand it back to you with a smile. And how this works is, you pick up an empty plate and head for the 8 to 10 foot counter. First part of the counter has your critters on it. You've got your land critters, your sea critters, and your critters with wings. So you take you a big scoop of critter and put it on your plate. Then you go to your plants. You have all the basics. You got your chia pet sprouts and leaves and such. And then you get to the bonsai food. Now these are these little itty bitty ears of corn. They're about one to two inches long. It's absolutely amazing. I can imagine little 12 inch stalks these ears of corn must grow on. Little tiny fields of miniature corn. It's a small bonsai garden of produce ready to be heaped onto my plate. Then you get to the noodles. You got your angel hair noodles, your rice noodles, your egg noodles. And then you take yourself a big old helping of that. Then you add your spices and oils. You got your garlic, your ginger, your spicy oil, white wine, a whole variety of sauces. Now once you have your old plate together, that's when the magic begins. You hand this plate to the Mongolian chef, and three minutes later, he hands you a fully cooked meal. I love Chinese food. The only time I've ever seen my wife jealous is when I'm flirting with the Mongolian grill guy. I've mentioned that it wouldn't be hard to add a grill like that to our kitchen, and I'm sure that the chef wouldn't mind living in our spare bedroom. I've even mentioned to our roommate, she who shall not be named, that she should get herself a good boyfriend, maybe a nice Mongolian man with a spatula. Alas, no avail. I find that I order almost the same things every time, though. I mean, I look at the whole menu, but it always boils down to my favorites. Wonton soup, lo mein, sweet and sour chicken, teriyaki. Every time. And we like what we like, and that's not a bad thing. I have no real point or message for this story, just that I like Chinese food. And maybe that's the message, that you don't have to have a point or a message for every story. Of course, now that I have a point to my story, it kind of makes the actual point moot. You know, where you don't have a point for the story. I'm going to take a short break. I think I'm going to go order in some Chinese food.
I'm calling this segment Individual Spirituality 101. I believe that every person's path is their own, and that our relationship with deity is individual as well. The thoughts and ideas I'm going to share in this series are not unique, they're not complete in and of themselves. They're just things that I've seen and used in my own life, in my own spiritual development, that's drawn me closer to divinity. It's my hope that you may find something in these segments to help you on your path as well. It starts with questions. Who is God? Who is the goddess? How is deity a part of my life? Is deity a part of my life? Why do I follow this particular god or goddess? How do I worship god or goddess? Each of us has questions. Some are easy to answer. Some are hard. Some are still seeking the right questions to ask. My personal view is that I see deity as a whole. And within that deity are facets and manifestations of the whole that we see in worship. When we call upon the god or goddess, we're calling upon those qualities of deity. If we were to call upon Kurnunas, we are calling upon the qualities that the god Kurnunas represents. If we call out to Hecate or Demeter, we're calling out to the qualities that they represent, who they represent. Each god and goddess is individual and unique unto themselves, yet each are a part of the whole of deity itself. I believe that relationships of all types start with awareness, awareness of self and awareness of others. So the first exercise of this lesson is get a binder or notebook and at the top of the page write the question, how do I see deity? When you first meet a person that you like and you want to get to know them, there's something about them that's attracted you. The way they smiled, a common topic of conversation, something that physically made you want to get to know that person. A relationship with deity is the same way. How do you see your god or goddess? Start with what attracted you. What did you see that has drawn you down that path? Even if you don't really know what path you were on, you can still write down the things that attract you. And what are you looking for in deity? You can take old magazines and cut pictures that remind you of deity. They can be literal representations, like pictures of statues that represent your god or goddess. You may picture God having the qualities of, say, David Hasselhoff. Now, of course, I'm talking the Baywatch David Hasselhoff, not the drunken YouTube Hasselhoff. Or your goddess is like a model. You may see qualities of deity in a picture of plain children, or a picture of a forest, or the solar system, or the moon. You may write down concepts such as love, security. Do you see deity as a teacher, mentor, father, mother, or friend? Awareness. Who is deity in your life and why? Are there several? Is there only one? What is his or her name or names? Why does this god or goddess call to you? You don't have to make this hard on yourself. I'm not grading your papers. And take your time. This exercise is just to make you aware of how you see divinity and to help see what type of relationship you have and what type of relationship you want. If you follow a named deity, are there stories and legends about your deity? Is your god a savior god? Is your goddess a huntress? Or do you see divinity just as lord and lady? 
How do you see them? Are they reflected within the seasons, within the cycles of the moon? In any relationship, you want to get to know the other person. This is the same in the spiritual world as well. Once you meet each other in a relationship, you start to learn about the other. Spend time learning what your deity means to you. Read, study, and write down. Become aware of who you believe in and why. So that's the exercise for this segment. Get a notebook and start getting to know your god or goddess. And write to me. Let me know how you're doing. In future segments, I'll talk about the different ways we worship and why. More on developing a relationship with deity. Seeing how the gods work in our lives. And if you have any questions or comments, please let me know.
Witchcraft 101. This is another segment I wanted to introduce. And like the Individual Spirituality 101, the rules are kind of the same. These are things that have helped me on my own path that I want to share. And hopefully something may help you on your path. First, my definitions of magic and witchcraft. There is magical energy that's in and around all things. It's a natural energy like gravity and magnetism and affects all things the same way. Magic and witchcraft is the manipulation of that energy for an intentional purpose. It's also natural, and people use witchcraft every day whether they know it or not. For example, when the phone rings and you already know who's on the other line without looking at the caller ID. Now that's magic. There are different forms of witchcraft, everything from what we call high magic, ceremonial witchcraft, to herbal magic, to energy work such as Reiki, polarity alignment, and dozens of other methods using color, candles, elements. Some of you may have a specific form of magic that you practice, and some of you may not really practice at all. The type of witchcraft that I practice would be classified as chaos magic. And what I mean by that is I basically use what works for me. I don't hold to any one form or structure. I know that many of my listeners are familiar with witchcraft and magic, and I know that some of you are just getting started and may not even know what direction your own personal magical workings are going to take. I found when I was young just the sheer diversity of ways of creating magic was daunting, and you always wonder if you're doing it the right way. In this segment, and other future ones, I want to share basics and exercises that help me and may help you regardless of where you are on your journey. Awareness. This is a place to start. Now most people are sleepwalking through life. And what I mean by that is that if you look at people, they're caught up in their own little worlds. Waking up, going to work, eating, watching TV, going back to bed. Not even knowing that there's a whole world or universe around them. Go to the mall. Just sit and watch the people, all caught up in their own little worlds. Watch the reaction when they bump into other people. The frustration of people being in their way, messing up their lives, interrupting their sleep. Awareness. The first part of letting magic into your life is waking up and being aware of the world around you and being part of that world around you. Again, people use magic every day in their lives. They just don't realize it. It's like breathing. Everyone breathes, but we don't go around consciously going, breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Because it's natural. We do it automatically. We don't think about it. Or when something happens and we're made aware of it, we write it off as coincidence or just, that was weird. And then we go back to sleep. Witchcraft is like controlled breathing. So here's an exercise. When you walk into a room, concentrate. How does the room feel? If you've ever walked into a room where there was a fight and felt, yee, what happened here? That's being aware. Now you don't have to do this all the time. Just start taking mental notes. So you walk into a room. How does it feel? Is it warm? Is it cold? Smell the air. What do you smell? Now don't do this exercise if the room you're walking into is a bathroom. What do you hear? 
Do you hear the ceiling fan? Listen to the quiet. Look at the colors. Really look at them. If you do this in your house, get a notebook and write down what you see, hear, and feel in each room. Is your living room a comfortable place? Tie it to what goes on in each room. Become aware of your surroundings. When you eat supper, really taste what you're eating. Is it sweet, sour, hot, cold? The colors, the texture, are they rough or smooth? This is just becoming physically aware of your surroundings and your place in them and how these things around you affect you. It starts the process of waking up. When you're outside, notice the earth, notice the sky, the clouds, watch the trees, the wind in the branches. At this time of year, feel the snowfall, smell the cool air, look, listen, Notice things you haven't noticed before, and then write them down. And you will notice things you haven't noticed before. And if you don't, look harder. You may say, okay, I'm looking at a tree. It's the same tree I've looked at for 20 years. It's a tree. Okay, look at the bark. Look at the shadows. Feel the roughness. Look at the branches. Look how they cross. Notice any old leaves hanging on? Look at the knots. See, feel, smell. You will notice new things. Here's a quick one. If you're sitting at your computer right now, look at the monitor. What's around the edges? Run your finger around it. Are there words on it? What colors are on it? Are there any scratches? Run your fingers along the edge. If you're listening to your iPod, do the same thing. What do you notice that you didn't notice before? Now you are alive and you're part of this earth. And this exercise is just about waking up. And write this stuff down. In future episodes, we'll start to look at how this ties into your personal magical life. And it does all tie together. But don't jump ahead just yet. Just use your senses and start becoming aware and awake. Show. So fill up your glass 
crosses so we can be merry while rosy red cheeks by the firelight glow Under the streetlights they'll gather together the shivering voices will ring out the song to sing in the yule regardless of weather and brighten the darkness all the night long and the mama's the farm that plays from the ages in comes King George a man of courage bold while out in the orchards we'll go on sailing and stop on spy cider to keep up the cold there's holly and ivy and whiteness so very the song is in hiding his face you can't show so fill up your glasses so we can be merry while rosy red cheeks by the firelight glow As the sun is reborn There's holly and ivy And white mistleberry The sun is in hiding His face you can't show So fill up your glasses So we can be merry While rosy red cheeks By the firelight glow That was Solstice Evergreen by Spiral Dance. I want to thank all of you for listening to my podcast. And I know you're out there because my show is being downloaded every day. And that's great. I'd love to hear from any of you. Just let me know how you're liking the show. Are there any types of segments you'd like to see? Do you have any comments or questions about anything on the program? You can write me at graywolf at paganheartandmain.com And you can also find me at MySpace at www 
www.myspace.com forward slash graywolf underscore moonsong. And you can find me over at Pagan Space at www.paganspace.net forward slash profile forward slash graywolfmoonsong. Also, here are some podcasts that I listen to and I think you'd like to. This is Mojo. And this is Sparrow. From, from the, the Wiggly and Way. The Wiggly and Way is a pagan podcast that explores the many facets of living a magical lifestyle. We are two Wiccans practicing witchcraft in beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Join with us and explore your path on the Wiggly and Way. You can download us at thewigglyandway.libsyn.com. You can also find us using iTunes. We're at Podcast Pickle and on Podcast Alley. Thanks, Thanks for, for walking the Wiglian way. Got pagan issues? Got pagan concerns? Come and join our panel, a group of pagans walking different paths, having conversation and fellowship. Talking about everything pagan with a little flair and a lot of fun, but always from our heart. Just real people sharing our views with other modern day pagans. So come join us at Mid-Michigan Pagan Podcast. You can find us on Pagan Radio Network. To find our show times, please go to www.paganradio.net. You can also find us on iTunes by searching for Mid-Michigan Pagan Podcast. Or you can go to www.midmichiganpaganpodcast.podcastpeople.com. This is definitely not your mother witchcraft. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the best spell I ever did for employment was the get an application and fill it out and turn it back in spell. That one worked really well for me. If a guy couldn't fall in love with me without a love spell, is he really the guy? I don't know. Um, I love being pagan, but sometimes... I'm a witch and I'm proud. That's me, the witch in the city. Join Serenity for Witch in the City, where we discuss all things pagan. It's talk for the modern pagan. Now, I want to personally thank these podcasters for welcoming me to the Patio Universe. Mojo and Sparrow over at the Wiggly and Way, Ron over at Mid-Michigan Pagan Podcast, and Serenity over at Witch in the City. And if you've listened to Serenity's last show, you know that she now has a partner in podcast witchery, and they're going to be adding a new podcast to the net in this new year. So I want to welcome Lady Saren, the country witch, to the Podioverse. The music on A Pagan Heart in Maine is used by permission of the artists, Kellyana's music can be found at www.kellyana.com, Wendy Rule at wendyrule.com, Blackmore's Night at blackmoresnight.com, Spiral Dance at spiraldance.com.au, and as always, a thank you to Harpist Jerry Marchand 
for the wonderful music in the background of A Pagan Heart in Maine, and that is from his album Celtic Cosmos. You can find his work at cdbaby.com, and you can find links to all these artists and others at www.paganheartinmaine.com. Well, this is my fifth show, and my first for 2008, and I do want to thank all of you for the welcome here in Patio Land, and I'm looking forward to this new year. Some of the places this podcast will be going. I have some wonder, one, I have some wonderful interviews with some great people. We'll be going on the road and visiting places here in New England. I'll be doing more segments about spirituality and witchcraft. And I'm sure I'll be doing some more Keeping It Real segments and news segments. And it's going to be fun to see how this podcast grows. And make sure to write me and let me know how you're liking the shows. I'll end this show with another song from Spiral Dance called Terry Trousers. So until next time, happy 2008 and bright blessings. Love.
like the rose that blooms in summer when winter comes, it fades away. What do I care for your golden riches? What do I care for your house and lands? What do I care for your worldly treasures? All I want is a nice young man. My love wears the tarry trousers. My love wears a jacket blue. My love sails upon the ocean. So young man, away with you. My love wears the tarry trousers. My love wears a jacket blue. My love sails upon the ocean. So young man, away with you. 